of spiritual connection to the maker. In any book, no matter which book you'll take out of your bookcase, and I'm talking about holy books, books that will shed light from the source of light, from, from the maker himself, wrote books that were wrote with great intention. No matter which book you're going to pick out from your bookcase and you're going to pull it out, if you will tune yourself and try to figure out what the maker wants from you, you're going to land on solid ground and you'll find many fruits to enjoy from, many pearls of wisdom and true knowledge that will brighten your, your mind and will open up a new path and a new perspective for you to find the maker. When people are learning Torah, like I explained many times, the Torah will reveal itself in two main aspects. The black fire that is written on top of the white fire. Now, the black fire is the dark letters that are written in special and unique ink that will come in the shape of letters and words. They will have their sounds, they will have their intention, their meaning. And the blank white page that is holding the white, the black fire is the white fire. And that white fire is the connection to infinity. Because on that white page, you can write endless amounts of combinations. But after you wrote one, it's there standing solid and cannot be changed anymore. You can expand it, you can break it down in new books, in new explanations, in new interpretations. You can widen it and to explain it and open it more. But what that already came down and been written cannot go back. Those letters are already written, are already there, and they're numbered, and they're written and carved. But the white fire of infinity, the combination over there are endless. And when you learn how to pull out the buckets of water from the fire of infinity, from the white fire of the Torah, then the connection of yours to the wisdom will never be limited. A person can learn 2,000 books in his lifetime, 5,000 books. He can know them all by heart. But even if that amount is enormous and gigantic, still the amounts of books that he read is that 5,000 and not more. The amounts of 
portions or verses or words or letters that he read during his lifetime will have a number. Even if it's of millions, it will still, still have a certain limit. But when you connect yourself to infinity and you learn how to read between the lines to try to understand what the maker of the universe wants to share with you, there is no end to the wisdom. And on that it's written that the Torah is is wider than the sea. How can it be wider than the sea? Because even the sea, the great ocean, the large sea, that is the biggest source of water, has a specific amount of water particles inside of it. Even if you and I, we cannot count them, the maker, he can. The maker, he knows exactly which water are holding in which position and in which speed they're moving and in what wave and what is their history and where are they located now and where they're heading. And he knows all the mystery of all movements. He knows all the combinations and all the explanations and all the reasons and all the, the, the deeper meanings of every angle and any reflection of any light beam that comes out of the sun and being braked on the waves of water and creates that silver screen that is of mercy and kindness in reflecting the beauty of the maker on top of the water, out outer layer, outer face. The maker, he knows it all. He sees all the reflections in all the angles, and they're all written in his ancient archives. He knows it all. And all that knowledge for him is basic, is like the reflection of light on top of water. It's like a simple thing for him, even if we are not able to comprehend even the, the, the size of it, like how big it is, like how many reflections and they're all like moving, all of them are moving in all the lakes, in all, all the rivers, in all the ponds, in all the, the wells and springs, in all the sweet waters and salty waters and clean waters and thick waters, in all the dark places, in all the shiny ones, the reflections of the moons in all the angles, in all the nights, all the sunrises and all the sunsets, in all the places, in all the states, in all the shores, all the beaches, the big waves, the smaller waves, the shallow water, the deep water, reflections that are being swallowed into the water, reflections that are jumping right out and on. All that is physicality. That's not spirituality. All those angles, all those reflections, they have number, they have definitions, they have angles, they have names, they have titles, they have reasons, they have motives, they have essence, they have, they have nature. They are a code. They're zero and one, and zero and one, and zero and one. They're plus, plus, minus, minus. They're, they're number. They're shades their colors, their angles, their speeds of light that are crashing into layers in a certain angle. That is all physicality. This is 
cheap change. This is nothing. This is all nothing. And also in all the times means all the reflections that ever took place in that point in all the generations since the first moment of creation when water started to became water, when one moment before water was something totally else. Since the first reflection of light up on water until the last one, again, in all the angles, in all the places, also in all times, all of that, that's physicality. That's nothing. That's the peel. That's the covering of the spirit. That's all covering of the spirit. But the spirit itself, who can measure? The intention of the word, okay, I said the sun, I said the moon, I said sand, I said water, amazing. But those are words, five, six words I said, great. But the intention, who can imagine? Can you know what I had in mind when I said the word moon or water or sand? And when I mentioned it again, if I changed my intention and now I express something else when I said sand or water or the moon, can you ever go into the deep intention to the real motive and reason why I said that in that voice using that timing? thinking what I thought right moment, one moment before. You can never go into the heart of a person and to know everything inside of him. And a person, again, is a tiny particle of the maker, is one spark out of the godly soul of who Hashem really is. Hashem is the source of all souls, that all souls together are a drop in the ocean inside of the sea of Hashem inside of infinity of the maker himself, that he is the ends of Baruch Hu, the blessed infinity. He is infinity itself and beyond to destinies and, and places that are beyond anything like our mind's ability to fly with the imagination, even like we explained yesterday, is so limited. It's limited to today. We're imagining something now. But if you're going to fly high with that imagination for eternal light years over there, you're going to reach destinies that are beyond your reach, that are beyond your capacity today. You, you cannot imagine what your mind can dream of if you'll be free from all things that are tying you to physicality. So learning Torah, it's amazing. But learning the brighter Torah, the source of Torah, where the Torah is coming from, the book of all combinations, the infinity book, that is a way higher connection to the maker. And for that, you need really to do one main thing, and it's to close your eyes. Because when your eyes are open, even though, that you think that oh now my eyes are open that's what you think when your eyes are open your eyes are open closed they're completely shut that's when you cannot see when your eyes are open you cannot see because your awareness is being distracted with the sights into all the shapes and into all the shades and into all the angles and colors and 
distances and, and feelings that you get from anything that you see. So you cannot go all the way into infinity. But really, even scientists will tell you that every part of physicality is actually endless. There is no limit to that book. The limit to that book is only in our awareness. If you're going to take a simple microscope, you're going to see that there are layers that are deeper than your eye can grasp and catch. And there are layers that are way deeper than the layers that your microscope can catch. And there are layers that are deeper even than the biggest and strongest that goes the deepest microscope that was ever invented by human beings. Because all those layers are still in physicality. Even atoms and protons that are flying in speeds that cannot be measured even, those are all particles of physicality. But there is light that is called chashmal, that it's chayot esh memalelot, holy animals that speaks, that's the energy that is covering the world, like the spirit of Hashem that is hovering upon the water, and that spirit is closing, wrapping, covering, putting life into any particles of creation. The atoms that are running in crazy spiral and crazy speed, they never touch each other and even if you're going to break those atoms to uh, atoms to protons and neutrons and you're going to just like go get deeper and deeper and deeper they never touch there is an energy circle that is always pulling them closer one to the other and also rejecting them with an opposite magnet it's pulling them inside like gravitation and rejecting them in that power of rejection. And that balance is being made by the spirit of Hashem, by the Ruach Elohim, by the spirit of God that is hovering up on the water. And the water are all waters of creation. It's not only the water of the sea or the water of your faucets. It's the water of creation, because in the beginning of time, when the maker created the worlds, so first of all, the world was completely covered with water. Water was the first thing that was covering all physicality. And then the maker created huge valleys into the bottom of earth, and all the waters ran into those valleys, and oceans were created. And the bare land was exposed. But in the beginning of all materials, there were, all came out of the water. So water is the source of creation, means of physicality's expression. First expression of physicality was in water. So all creation is similar to water. Water is the source of physicality. But there is a spirit that is hovering upon the water, and not only on the external general amount of water that is covering the world, like the air in the in the in the atmosphere, the in the atmosphere that is covering the earth. It's 
also the energy, the empty space that is between each particle and particle. If you're going to go with a microscope into your skin, you're going to look at your skin. Now it looks like one piece. You look at yourself and you have a human being over there. You have skin over there. But if you go deeper with the eye of the microscope into the cells, you will look at your skin as dry land. And you're going to see different parts, particles of skin that are standing one close to the other. And when you go deeper and deeper, you're going to see that they're really not touching each other and that there is a space between them. And even if you go deeper, you're going to see that there are other layers of different nets, of different combinations of cells and particles that are all actually separated one from the other and never touch. And if you're going to go deeper into that layer as well, again, you're going to find the same patterns. You're going to find the same dividings in a deeper layer. And you're going to go deeper and deeper and deeper. It's only going to break and break and break and expand and expand and expand. And you will always going to be in between those particles. And you will never be able to touch physicality. Now you can touch. The reason why you can touch is because your mind is limited to movement and to space and to place and to weights and to measurements and to qualities and 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 to sense to your senses that are limited. But if your naked eye or the eye of your soul will go deeper and deeper and deeper, you will always actually going to find yourself outside of physicality, looking at physicality from outside, like that you are right now. You are, oh, there's a bookcase here. I can see it from its outside. I cannot be the bookcase. Even myself, I can see myself through what I see myself, through the pupils. What are my pupils? Holes in my eyes. I cannot see through my eyes, through my eyes, but not with my eyes. I don't see with my eyes. The soul can see through the holes that the light is breaking inside of those holes in different angles and light is being seen because of those prism crystals that are standing in certain angles inside of that hole. So through different layers of water, of glassy water, that light is being breaking on them in different angles, your soul can see. If you would understand in depth what that I'm saying, you would understand that you are actually the Spirit of God that is seeing its own reflections through infinity. And physicality does not exist at all. <laughs> it's just... You, if it can never be reached, it, if it can never be touched, so it, it does not exist. If always when you're going to penetrate into the deeper layer, you won't find it, and you're just going to find those two parts separating, and you find yourself in between, and then you're going to try, okay, I'm going to break to the left again. I'm going to try to get inside that cell, that complete cell. Oh, man, it's also breaking to pieces. It's also a word that is breaking to letters. It's also letters that 
or breaking to vowel. It's also to sounds. It's also like has few shapes in it. It's and then like you're gonna understand. It's all a code of what of zero and one, of oneness and nothingness, of dark letters that are written on bright one figures that can never be reached, physicality that can never be touched, that really does not exist in reality. Because reality is that there is no one but Hashem. And there is no one but Hashem. <laughs> okay. At least we were able to talk about the white fire from a white book. <laughs> we talked about the blank page of the Torah from a white book. Thank you so much for spending time with us. The Muna Project is really here for you. And thank you so much for being here for us and being partners and friends with us. The Muna Project is inviting and calling you to enjoy all of our activities and all of our services. You can enjoy a lot of a lot of content you can check our website emuna.com e-m-u-n-a-h.com and over there you'll see that we have courses that we're talking about the individual prayer thousands of free classes that you can enjoy short clips and long videos of deep kabbalistic classes or chassidut or torah portions learning halakha, many, many services. And of course, that you can join our Muna Circle members who are helping us on a monthly basis to, to keep our great work running. And that is the closest friend circles of mine that I appreciate and they all dear to me. Like life itself, and I'm thankful for those friends. So join us, search for our content on all social media and may the maker answer all our prayers and bring us to the time of salvation and complete redemption. Happy, healthy and satisfied with all our beloved ones standing by our sides. Amen. Thank you so much.